Christmas season for us here, that even though we have a lot of great intentions this Christmas, some of you didn't get the message once, we're going to give it to you again twice. <laughs> Today, we want to illustrate to you, and I think we all relate to it with simply this, is that we get so busy, so busy this Christmas, and if we're not careful, we let all the other things take away the true meaning of celebration. We lose the simplicity of the message that God came to bring us hope. God came that we could spread his hope around the world. And so I challenge you this, this Christmas, don't allow Christmas parties and schedules and Christmas shopping and all the agenda that goes along with everything that comes at Christmas time. You don't let that steal away the joy that Jesus came to bring us a new hope. I want to talk to you about that thought today. I just want to speak from my heart to you. Where is the hope? Where is the hope? This is what Christmas is about, that we have the hope to share. And I think we really have to ask ourselves this question. Where is the hope? And do you and I really have the hope of God showing in us and through us. We have the hope. We have the answer. You know, it was this week after the mass shooting in San Bernardino that we seen the daily news in New York come out with the headlines, God ain't going to fix this. And it was offensive to many of Christians. Uh, it was, you can call it what it was, liberal propaganda, but more so than that, what was really happening here is what I believe is really what's happening across the board in the U.S. especially, is that people don't want to hear us say, I'll pray for you. Because we, come on, let's, let's admit facts the way they're facts here in the U.S. especially. As Christians, we're really good about giving lip service. I'll pray for you. Oh, I pray for you. And we do believe in the power of prayer. I've taught on the power of prayer. And 100%, we believe that as Christians, there is power in our prayers, and we believe in that. But we're really good about saying, I pray for you, but we never do anything to live it out. Uh, It's easy to say, oh, I'll pray for you, and then never 
think about it again. The Christian response is, I'll pray for you. Throw up my emoji praying hands and hey, hey, change my profile picture and I'm good, right? Not that there's nothing wrong with those things, but what I'm trying to say today is this. Where's the hope? The hope is lived out every day in every Christian's life. The hope of Jesus Christ should be shining through. I saw this meme that came out when all this red cup controversy came out, and I thought it was really good. I saved it because I knew I'd use it sometime, and I did. It says, put the Christ back in Christmas, question mark. How about putting Christ back in Christians? Let's be honest, the world knows everything that we hate. Christians are really good about letting sure that we know the world knows everything that we're against, everything that we hate. We're really good about waving the banner about everything we dislike and hate. But what about waving the banner about the things that we love? What about waving the banner about the things we're excited about? And that's the hope that came on Christmas morning, that a baby came in a manger. And it transformed my life. It transformed your life. That's what should be shared. That's the hope. Is our testimony. Look what First Peter says. In verses, uh, chapter 315. Instead, you must worship Christ as the Lord of your life. And if someone asks about your hope as a believer, always be ready to explain it. Well, simply means this. If I should always be ready to explain to a non-believer the hope within me, then a non-believer should see the hope within me. They should be wanting to ask me, why, why is there hope in your life? Why are you at peace when nobody else is? Why do you smile even though I know you're going through some things in your life? Why do you have peace when I know you're struggling in your marriage, but yet you're giving God control? What is going on? Why do you have a hope? When nobody else does. They should be asking you and I this question. Why do you smile? Why are you nice to me? Nobody else comes through this restaurant is. Why do you always talk to me in my line and smile when nobody else does? Why? Because there's a hope within us. This should be very evident. I made this statement when this whole red cup thing came out. really irritated me. And I made this statement I thought I'd share it today. It simply says, as a Christ follower... It's my responsibility to shine the light of Christmas, not Starbucks or any other non-Christian. Why do we expect non-Christian businesses and people to shine the light of Christmas? We should never be surprised when they don't follow that agenda. No, it's the people who are call themselves Christians and Christ followers. We should be the ones leading the way to showing the light of Christmas. And not just in December, by the way. We should be living it out 12 months a year, not just one month a year. I rang the bell, and I gave in the red kettle. Well, great. That's a great organization. Well worth your investment. I hope you give to it. But come on, there's more than just giving one time a year. We've got a hope within us. The hope to change the world. And no matter what the world is looking for, they're looking for answers. They're looking for acceptance. They're looking for love. They're looking for uh, a passion, a belief, a destiny. They're looking for something to say what is real. They'll never find it until they find the hope that came through the manger and the cross. 
His name is Jesus. He's the only hope we have in this world. And at Christmas time, it's my job and your job especially to tell the story. Christmas just gives us a good excuse to tell the story. But it should be lived out every day, not just one month a year. Do people look at you this Christmas and say, they've got hope? Are they living out the hope? Oh, they got hate. I see that everywhere. Every time something comes against their agenda, boy, they spread that all over their social media page. They're talking about it all the time. They're waving that banner. They're protesting that restaurant. They're doing this and that. They know what we're against. And the world is full of hate organizations that people know what they hate. That doesn't appeal to nobody. How about people know what we love? How about people know that the love of the Savior transformed my life? It saved me. It gave me a new hope, a new foundation. It changed my life. How about I live that out and people want that? I don't need to preach another message in this church. If we can't live that out, that's the hope we have. It's not the banner of what we hate. How about what we love? Turn to your neighbor and say, he's preaching really hard today. Because it should be lived out within us. My life and your life, I, I've shared the story before. I think it fits this morning, so I want to revisit the story about, you know, I, I shared that, you know, up until last year, I never even passed out shirts at Destiny Church that had our church name on it. Because I didn't trust you going out and living it. <laughs> Come on, it's taken us nine years to get you to the place where I trust you to wear a church t-shirt with our name on it. And the example was this, that, you know, I went into a store several years ago. I was shopping in a local uh, grocery store here in town, and, and I was in a long line. I'm waiting for a long time, and finally the cashier comes over to me and says, Hey, sir, I'm, I'm opening up a new line right here. Would you come in, and you can be first in line right here and start a new line? Sure. Everybody say, favor. You know, so I'm walking in that new line. And this guy sees it from another Another line, and he jumps out of line, goes all the way around the front of the store and comes in reverse, the opposite direction, and cuts me off and backs me up. Now, I may seem like a pastor, but I can tell you very much, my flesh wants to boil many times. And I can tell you that my blood was boiling, and I wanted to punch that guy right out, right there. I was like, dude, what do you think you're doing? coming in reverse, cutting out. But you know what I did? I'm like, well, if you need it that bad, go right ahead. God bless you. Sarcastically, obviously. I'm holding my tongue. I really want to lay into this person. And I'm holding it. You know, I'm like, all right, I'm, I'm the Christian here. Go right ahead. In fact, if you need to be in front that bad, then God bless you. And I'm holding my tongue. And I see, at the, all of a sudden, I see when I turn around, they're wearing a Christian T-shirt. And then that just set me off. I'm like, all right, this is a different story. If you're wearing a Christian T-shirt, then it's game on, okay? I'm just telling you. And I was like, hey, I see you're wearing a Christian T-shirt. Do you go to that church in town? Yeah. Certain, certain church in town. I said, yeah. I said, yeah. I said, well, if that's the way Christians act, I guess I'll never be a Christian. That's what I told the person. God is my witness. I want him to think he was sending me to hell. Didn't tell me any different. Your pastor walked out of there smiling. Okay, I did that. I know. And that's the reason why I didn't give you t-shirts for the first nine years. Because if we're going to wear it, let's live it. How about that? You know? It's a good thing, yeah. 
It should be the hope within us. The hope within us. It should be evident. People should see us and see there's a hope. Churches, that's not what we do on Sunday morning. It's what happens all week long. Everywhere we go, we're the hope. We're the hope. The hope should be evident in my life and not just the week of Christmas. It's the way I need to learn how to live my life all year round. Everybody does it during Christmas, right? God bless you. How you doing? Oh, you first. No, you first. No, you first. No, you first. Everybody is so polite. What if we lived ourselves that way? What if we lived every day that way? What if we had that hope that was transparent in our life where people said, why? Why do you have hope? And we're ready to explain it. We've done a lot of that this year at Destiny. I want to highlight a few, few things that we've done this year. It's not everything, but some of the things we've done to be God's hands and feet, to be God's hope to this, this community and some places around the world. How many loved when we got together and we, we packaged over 70,000 meals for the people of Haiti? Yeah, wasn't that a great thing? We had a couple hundred of you volunteer come out, and we had a two-hour shift there, and we, we fixed that time, and we went out there, and we packaged over 70,000 meals that went out to children of Haiti and to people who were hungry in Haiti and who needed meals. Uh, what, what a great, great time. We, we did so well. I told them already this year, said, save us a whole time slot by ourselves. Last time we shared it with, uh, we had the majority of it, we shared it with somebody else. Said, you better just give us the whole time slot now and save it for us because we had to turn people away last year that wanted to serve. And you guys came out there. Many of you are so excited. I could see you as you were putting together those packages, those meals together. They were done with love, and you guys loved that. And I don't know whose kid that is on the front row, but I... He's acting like his mama. Anyway, uh, <laughs> it might be your next pastor. You're not be laughing too hard. Okay. God bless you. Okay, anyway, uh, you guys were great. We're going to do it again this year. Did you guys enjoy serving there, putting all those meals together? Yeah, you guys did awesome. I appreciate our, our Illuminate Student Ministries. They went out last Wednesday night and went into the community, which they've done before several times. And they went to the Ronald McDonald house after they served the meals there and cleaned up, vacuumed, cleaned the kitchen, did some house cleaning around there. I mean, wasn't nobody there taking, nobody taking pictures from the media? Wasn't nothing? Just people going in serving. I love that. Uh, another group of them went over to the Children's Haven and uh, sang with the children, loved on the kids there. Uh, the workers there told our, our youth pastor, said, man, your group of kids, can, our, our kids connected with your teenagers more than any group that's ever been here before. It's like they were just magnets. So they, they really loved and connected with you guys. They went over there and led these kids in some songs and just, just loved on them. It was a great time. How many appreciate our teens with a heart to reach out, be God's hands and feet to the community? I love Kid Fest. Isn't the Kid Fest a fun thing, man? It was awesome this year. In October, every year, at the end of October, we always do a big kid fest, and uh, we've done it for several years. This year was it's probably as big or better than we've ever done before. It was capacity all night long. It was capacity. We had several, several hundred kids come through the building with their families and gave away a lot of prizes, a lot of candy, transformed the church with big blow-up games. Out, well, when it rains, we had to bring more of them inside, but when the weather's nice, we do it outside and inside, plus the games here in the front and the back. Big, big night, not only for the kids of Destiny, but for kids of the community. And someone asked me before, I said, do you think you're going to get a bunch of people come back to the church because you, you do this for the community? And I said, you know, we're not expecting, we're not doing this for so they come back to the church tomorrow. 
It's not going to happen. There'll, there'll be some who come back in because they're curious. I want to come back and check them, in, check them out on Sunday morning. We've had people do that. People who are attending now that came to Kid Fest first, and now they're here attending as regular attenders at Destiny Church. But what happens is this. They remember. They remember a church who wasn't afraid to get dirty for them. They'll remember a church who wasn't afraid to, to put out several thousand dollars worth of games and food and prizes and donate their time and say, come in, have a blast in our building. Just come in. We're not afraid to get dirty for you. And we, we did that. And those kids will remember that. As they grow and get older, they're going to remember a church. When they're ready to be seeking out a church and seeking out God, they'll remember a church who opened their doors and wasn't afraid to love them and let them have a good time. So thank you. You guys donate to that every year through giving, volunteering, and through your money. Thank you for helping us put on that big event every year. Great thing. Give these people a hand. That's a big thing. Yeah. I appreciate SOS Ministries. Uh, what, a, what a great, great ministry here in the church. We've got several leaders in our church. If you volunteer at any time during the year for SOS Ministries, can you stand up? Let's give these guys a hand. I know they're out already getting ready for their big meal. Yeah. I know Aaron and Emily are out getting ready. They're serving. Every, every Sunday, I know at Destiny Church, we have one Sunday a month that we supply the meals. But, you know, every Sunday, they're feeding the homeless. They're out at the park. they got a meal there. And all the homeless who know they need a meal, people who need a hot meal, are showing up every Sunday getting a free hot meal. And not only are they giving them a hot meal, but they're also praying for them, visiting with them. Many times they see people who are hurting in line or sick in line. They're taking time to sit there and pray with them. They see people miraculously healed. Miracles happen through those prayer lines and this praying for people, being God's hands and feet. They've, they've helped out the widows, the single moms. They have did the coat drive for this Christmas. We donated the coats for them. They're taking those coats and giving them out to the people who need them this, this, this Christmas season, this winter season. Uh, they're doing so much. We have uh, another group of this ministry is going out and taking care packages into the adult clubs, giving them to the women, letting them know that someone loves them, and ministering and reaching to those women who are dancing in those clubs. So it's letting them know somebody loves them. I appreciate our ladies who are doing that. And, man, we, I just I, I appreciate you guys so much being God's hands and feet. We're going to have a Sunday coming up after the first year where we're going to show you a, a highlight video of some of the things they're doing and give you a chance to sign up. We'll have a table sign-up sheet for those who maybe would like to know more about being a part of that ministry. But we appreciate them. And so many of you here at Destiny Church are a part of that SOS ministry. Thank you for reaching out to the homeless and to those who are down and out and just need God's hand. I appreciate the Gap Missions team, all of our young adults who went on the Gap Missions trip to Brazil this year, they worked all year long to raise money, took off work, and several of our young adults went out down the Amazon River, down a boat where they are ministering in Manaus, and then down the Amazon River, stopping at several of the, of the small villages, just loving on the children, sharing their testimonies, praying for people. Uh, God used them as they went up and down the Amazon. We appreciate them so, so much. And uh, we, we love our, our, our missionaries there in Brazil, Pastor Hillary and, and Aldaí. And we appreciate everything they've done. And it was great to go about partnering with them and send our young adults down there. They worked really hard to raise money to go on this trip. Do you appreciate young adults who have spent a year raising money and taking off work to go be God's hands and feet around the world? Give them a hand. Some of you know, but many of you don't know, this summer as well, I, I went to Colombia 
and I was invited by our national office, the Foursquare National Office, to join a group of pastors who were going to check out firsthand our work with Compassion International. So when you've heard of Compassion International, it's a Feed the Children's program where it's a national where people sponsor children every month, and then that sponsorship helps feed them. And I knew that they provided meals for them, but I didn't realize to the extent they actually are connected with the families and are ministering to the homes every single week. Uh, several, of the, We went and visited several of the schools there, and they, they ran through the local church. One of the local churches we visited, uh, they have about 800 people that are coming through every every week. Children are coming into the facility. They're getting uh, five meals a week. They're getting a hot meal five days a week. They're getting a hot meal served to them. They're getting uh, Jesus lessons taught to them through the, about the Scripture. They're getting lessons taught, normal lessons that they would learn in school as well. They're getting tutored for those kids who are falling behind in certain studies. They're getting extra tutors that are there to help them catch up and get the, the, the homework caught up they need to get done and understand that. They have their teaching them life lessons there. And so it's, it's a great, great thing. They become the beacon of light, of hope in those small communities. Uh, Columbia is one of the largest, largest difference of, between the rich and the poor of any nation. They have the very rich and wealthy there, and then they have people outside those big towns like Bogota that are living there. And then outside those towns, you have people living in cardboard houses, living on dirt floors, living on the streets. It's a very, very, very wide range of poverty level versus those who have money. And so we, they're going into communities that the government is not helping, and they're becoming the beacon of tower there. And so all these communities, uh, through working through Compassion National, all these children are in these homes. It's a network, very sophisticated network that's set up. It's all database. They follow up with every kid every year. They're in a program, every family. And it's a great program. We were so moved to see what God was doing as we listened to children and teenagers and adults and moms talk about the program and how this program gave them hope and how they were coming into the program of Compassion and then they started attending the local church as well and gave their heart to God. And so we have pastors who are training their leaders. They're being hired by Compassion International. It's a partnership where they can feed the kids, train the family, reach the family, and have a local church operating at the same time. We were so moved. One of the churches we were at, they have a whole have a whole community that's being reached, and they have another community just about 15 miles away where they're, they're wanting to open up a brand-new Compassion Church with a Foursquare. And so... All the pastors there, we were moved so much that we decided we would go in together. They said they needed $75,000 to do this church plant. They could build the church for $75,000. Already had the property purchased, but they needed to build the building that would hold about 200 kids coming into their facility and plus have church there every week. And what happens is this. If we build a church, Compassion International will get the sponsorships already. They organize it. They network it. They get the families already picked out. They've done the home interviews. And when that church opens its doors the first day, they'll have over 200 families that are coming in every week, several days a week, to get help in the community. And because of that, they're going to come back on Sunday mornings and many of those people will be reached with the gospel of Jesus as the church becomes its hands and feet. And so we gave $5,000 to that and you didn't even know it, did you? Because why? Because I know your heart and I know you'd want us to do that. And so we gave a $5,000 offering to help that get started. Fifteen pastors came together. We gave just like that one night. We, we, we made it happen. And they're pouring the walls right now. This week they're in the middle of pouring the walls, getting that church that's coming up. And Compassion is already working, getting those children. I've been talking to the leaders already. We want to have a Compassion Day here at Desi next year sometime. We're going to schedule it. And I'm going to give you a chance. Those who want to sponsor a kid monthly, you'll have a chance to hear more about that program. We love being God's hands and feet. These kids are great, man. I tell you what. 
I wanted to adopt every one of my scene. Uh, I love it that we're also the faith-based partner for Eugene Field, where we're able to go along and help our public schools by being a faith-based partner. And throughout the year, they call us periodically as they need something, and we step up at the plate and do that, whether it's buy glasses for kids who need glasses or new shoes or school supplies. This Christmas, we'll have certain families who don't meet the criteria of getting help through the system, and so they'll give us those families that are left over, and we'll come back behind, and we'll, we'll buy gifts for those, for those families and kids who need Christmas. We do that throughout the year, helping the teachers from time to time, doing things for the teachers as well. I appreciate you, Destiny, for being a part of that. And what a great way to shine our light into the school system by being a faith-based partner for Eugene Field. I also today, I'm thankful for all those who helped with the uh, Water Gardens food drive. We did Water Gardens food drive. You guys brought food, and we donated to that food pantry. I love the Krispy Kreme giveaway. That's a big one, right? That's coming up in a few weeks. We've been doing it here at Destiny for several years. And on the last Sunday before Christmas... We'll have hundreds and hundreds of Krispy Kreme donuts that are in the building, and you'll smell them all through service and get hungry. But you can't have them because they're not for you. But you've got to take them when you leave, and you're going to help us distribute them to the police stations, the fire stations, the emergency workers, the emergency rooms. It's a simple note that simply says, thank you for serving our Christmas, uh, serving our, our community this Christmas season. And you guys drop them off, becoming God's hands and feet. Bringing it with a smile. That's always a big, big day here at Destiny coming up real soon. And, of course, today, the Foster Kids Outreach of Jasper County. This has been on our heart for a while, and it's finally coming to pass. Being able to get the right connections. I appreciate Pastor Justin and Latricia for all the organization of this. Yeah, great, great job. We're giving a private Christmas party for the, for the kids, Foster Kids of Jasper County. And I can tell you that many of these kids, this will be the brightest day of their year. They've been, they haven't had a secure home. They've been passed around from home to home, many of them. And so for us just to go in and say, you know what? We, we think you're pretty special. We're going to clap for you when they're coming out of the cars, walking in. They're going to freak you out. What are these people doing? Well, we're going to clap for them. We're going to high-five them. We're going to give them free pizza. We're going to have the big blow-up games there. And we're gonna, every kid's going to get a great gift, and it's going to be a big celebration tonight as we make it all about the kids and just simply be God's light of loving on kids who really need someone to love on them, let them know they're very important. Thank you. You guys gave to that event. And so thank you so much for opening up your pockets and giving to that Put, I put the vision out there, and you guys backed it up with your wallets. So thank you for opening up your checkbooks and your wallets and helping us pull this event off. Come on, give yourself a hand for that. That was big. So today, I got one more big thing I want to do today, something we've never done at Destiny. If you're the age of 18 years of age or older, I want you to stand on your feet. If you're the age of 18 years or older, Stand on your feet. If you're here for the first service, you can go ahead and be seated because you ain't getting it twice. So come on, sit down. I see you, Johnny. I see what you're doing up here, okay? Today, our usher is going to be passing out an envelope just like this. This is Merry Christmas on the front. On the inside, it's going to say, we just wanted to show you the love of Christ in a practical way this Christmas. Love, Destiny Church. It's got our service and times and church address on the back. Inside this envelope is going to be a $20 bill. It's not for you to keep. Some of you are smiling because it's not for you to keep. We're giving it to you to give away. Every person 18 years of age or older today, 18 years of age or older, in the first service we have standing room only, and in this service as well, it's packed. We're giving out everybody one of these envelopes is going to have a $20 bill in it. And your job 
is to give it away this Christmas to somebody who needs it. We want you to be God's hands and feet. We're going to empower you. We think that's a good thing? Yeah. We have the hope. So I, I want to put, more than just saying I pray for you, I want to put such a practical in your hands that you can take to the community. You're the hands and feet of God. Of course, you represent our church as well. But more importantly, you, re- you represent the kingdom of God. I know 20 bucks isn't going to change anybody's life financially. But for many people, this could be just what they need. This could just be a seed they need to, to brighten their day, to brighten the hope they're going through. There's no reason why. If you, if you want to add more to it, you can do that, okay? If God lays it on your heart and you want to add more to it, what you give to somebody, that's fine. You don't, you don't have to do that, but you're welcome to do that as well. But I want you to pray about it. We're going to pray about it. Pray over these envelopes in just a minute. I want you to pray about it. Just ask, say, God, I want you to direct me. Who, somebody I, I see this week that I can give this to. Just be a blessing to them. I know you may be tempted to say, man, I can really use it myself, Pastor. Use it as seed. Say, God, I'm not going to keep it myself. I'm going to give it away. I'm going to give it away to somebody else. And be a blessing to somebody else. And I know you'll take care of my needs. If you feel led to, to pray with them when you give it to them, you're more than welcome to do that. You don't have to do that. If you just want to give it to them and say, I just want to, we just want to bless you this Christmas. God bless you. If you want to sit there and talk to them, if you want to pray with them, you can do anything you want to do. But let, just let the Holy Spirit lead you. Maybe it's in the store. While you're shopping, you give it to somebody you see. You can maybe you can think, that person's got a lot of kids. They could probably use this this Christmas. Maybe it's a neighbor who, you know, could probably use a little pick-me-up. Maybe you want to take that $20 out of there and go buy a bunch of cookie ingredients and bake several batches of cookies and take those out and give them. You're more than welcome to do that. If you think it can help you out, spread it a little bit later. Spread it a little further, I'm fine with that. But let's take this money. Let's be God's hands and feet. And just show people the love of God in a practical way. Not just say that I'm praying for you. But how about we just make a difference? I can tell you this. We haven't called nobody from the media about our party today for the Jasper County foster kids. Didn't call them and say press release we're doing. We're giving out several thousand dollars today. Do the math. Two services, two pack services. We're giving out several thousand dollars a day at Destiny. Back into the community. We didn't hold a press. We're not doing this for press. We're not trying to do We're not having a foster party so we can get on the news tonight. If those things happen, that's great. We're not here to against that. But I'm saying we didn't do it for any of that. We're just simply doing it because we want to be the hope. And we want to be Jesus' hands and feet. That's why we're doing it. And I'm putting it back into your hands. Putting it back in your hands today. I'm going to let you be God's hands and feet. I trust you with it. One of my young kids said, Dad, you think anybody's going to keep this for himself? I said, no, they won't. They're going to do the right thing. They're going to take it and they're going to invest it in somebody's life. They're going to show the love of God to somebody. If some reason we ran out and you didn't get one, we have any left over back there? A few couple extra? Okay. If you didn't get one, make sure, raise your hand. If you didn't get one and you are over 18. We were running out so much, I'll tell you the truth, we went through the offering this morning and went, got all the $20 bills out of the first service this offering. We had standing room only in that first service, man. It was packed in here, so we gave away a lot of money. So we wanted to make sure we had plenty. So we, we, we went and got some out of the first offering. I don't know any churches in town that would give them away $20 bills to everybody that walks out the door today. But we believe in you, and we want to be a light. And I want you to take this and use it. Hold your envelope up today. 
Let's pray over them. Father, I pray that for every envelope in this room, that whoever receives it, that God, it would just be a seed of hope in their life. Let them know that somebody cares for them. Somebody's thinking about this Christmas. May it be a, just a seed that we've planted in their life to know that more than just praying for them, we want to give them something practical they can use and help their life. I pray that you lead us, God. Show us that right person that could use it this week. Show us that person we can give it away to. And may it be a seed planted in the kingdom of God. Lead us, God, as we plant this. We believe for a harvest return from the seed we plant. Scripture says we can believe in that. We believe we're investing into the kingdom of God by giving it back out to our community, to those who need it. Let us be your hands and feet. Let us be your hope. Let us be the hope. Let us be your hope, God. May people see it in us. May it reflect in our heart that you are the hope that's transformed our lives. May we be the Jesus that people want. May they see us for our hope, for our love. In Jesus' name we pray. Come on, let's sing this course together. How great is our God. church one of the things that i wrote out was that we wanted to grow a big church a large church not because we just wanted to say we had a large church but we wanted to grow a large church so we could make a big difference a large difference we're making a large difference guys we're coming together this is is what's so powerful together we can make a large difference we can make a big impact on this city can you imagine this week as we have hundreds of people going out passing out money helping out people this week being god's hands and feet the impact we're having today with the foster kids you guys are living it let's continue to do it i thank you so much thank you so much help me next weekend okay let's pack out all three services 
It's going to be a big, big weekend. God bless you. You guys have a great Sunday afternoon.